Hello, welcome to episode three of the Active Outdoors podcast. I'm John Davidson, and today I'm sitting in Glendore looking down on the reservoir. I'm on a solo mountain bike route, started in Whitebridge, and I'm following what is unofficially known as the Monolia Trail. It's about a 30 mile loop that heads up into the wind farm over here to Glendore, where I'm on my way over to now, and then I'll head down the hill towards Fort Augustus, but I won't go quite that far down. I'll probably join the South Loch Ness Trail back over the Suey and back to Whitebridge. Coming up on the podcast today, I'm going to be speaking to uh, an inspirational woman from Lossiemouth. Karen Cox is the brains behind the Cairngorm to Coast event that is run to raise funds for Outfit Murray. The event usually takes place in May, but this year they've put it back to August in the hope that they can run it as normally as possible in the circumstances. Karen herself has never participated in the event due to her disability, but she was telling me recently that she got access to an e-bike just before lockdown started last March and she says it's turned her life around so she's now set herself a challenge to complete by the end of the summer so we'll be hearing more about that inspirational story later on. Uh, first of all on the podcast though so I've been out on the trails in the Cairngorms myself with Ian Stewart of uh, Trail Running Scotland uh, when he was able to take groups out for the first time as the restrictions started to ease so here we are out on the run in the Cairngorms. So from here, you can see the path is um, pretty well maintained from here, and it probably, I'm just picking a number off the top of my head, maybe two kilometres of this that's going to drop us down into into the base of the Larry Grew. We'd lose a reasonable amount of height, um, so it's really amazing running. And if people want to go a bit quicker and we spread out a bit, that's absolutely fine because we'll, we'll naturally gather together again at the bottom. The, there are a couple of really massive drainage ditches though, which if you choose to be looking at the spectacular view <laughs> at the same time as running on a drainage ditch, could be quite unpleasant. So run and look where you're going, and then if you want to stop, look at the view, and then look where you're going again. That's probably the best bet. The, the, uh, the view is a, uh, a hazard. <laughs> running down there. Stunning path down here though, we're going to go down into Larry Grew and then head down into the forest at Rathimurkus. It's a bit chillier up here now, it was quite warm the other side of the gap, especially with the work we're doing going uphill. It's a bit cool there, we're just running down across these massive boulders on this great path. See the cliffs of the Larry Green here. Plenty of snow on them. Just dropping sharply into the pass. And we're gonna start dropping down there soon too. Yeah, I, part of the reason I did that Glencoe one was to not think about how fast have I done that last mile yeah. and just go and enjoy it. It's totally irrelevant, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you looked at the view, didn't you? <laughs> 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 Oh wow. Hang on, mate, bye. <laughs> oh, I love this spot. 
mostly because you've normally come off Bray Rake and it's painful coming off there every time. <laughs> You're not cold in there. <laughs> That's a rubbish stick as well. <laughs> Thanks very much to Ian Stewart there for having me along for a great day's running in the Cairngorms. That was a fine run up across the Altmore and through the Calamine Gap and then down the Larry Grew Path into the Rothiemurkus Forest. Uh, you can find out more about all the different trips that Ian offers at trailrunningscotland.com. Now, Karen Cox is an admin and fundraiser for the charity Outfit Murray. She not only is taking on her own personal challenge later this summer, but she's also the chief organiser of the charity's Cairngorm to Coast event, which I've been talking to her about as well. I started off by asking Karen to explain a little bit more about what the charity does. So um, Outfit Murray are an outdoor learning and adventure charity based in Lossiemouth, and they deliver outdoor activities, kayaking, co-steering, gorge walking, mountain biking, climbing, tyrolean, um, and all those kind mm -hmm. of fantastic adventures for young people in Murray, but particularly those who are vulnerable and disadvantaged. Mm -hmm. Great. And the Cairngorm to Coast event that we're going to talk about, is that one of the, the big fundraisers in the calendar usually? Yeah, so Cairngorm to Coast is, is our own challenge event and it's our biggest fundraiser of, of the year sort of thing. And it's, it's whereas normally we encourage people to sign up to local challenge events, mm -hmm. you know, Ride the North, Loch Ness Tap and all that kind yeah. of thing. Cairngorm to Coast is actually our challenge event. We create it, we run it, um, we set it up each year and people sign up to take part yeah. for, on it. Great. And that's, can you tell us kind of what, uh, what it involves for somebody who might want to take part in it? So Cairngorm to Coast is a 100-kilometre hike and bike event. So there's, um, there's three different ticket entries. Um, the first one, the easiest one possibly, is the 30-kilometre hike mm. where they um, start at Cairngorm. All, the, um, all of them start at Cairngorm and um, the ski centre car park and finishes the hike finishes at Granton on Spain. Mm. Um, the 100-kilometre bike is starts at um, Cairngorm, goes to Granton on Spey, and then up the Darva Way to Forres, and then along to Lossiemouth. Mm. And the hike and bike, the the duathlon event, starts at Cairngorm Ski Centre, hike to Granton on Spey, and then get on their bikes at Granton up the Darva Way to Forres, Forres to Lossiemouth. Yeah, so it's all it's all quite off road by the sounds of it. <laughs> Uh, it, it's all off road. The only bit that's on on road is um, is the the bit between Forres and Lossiemouth, but that's mm -hmm. on the the back roads kind of thing. Yeah, great. And how many people do you normally get taking part in a in a normal year? So this has really been a normal year. Um, so last year we had just under fifty participants signed up. Mm -hmm. Um, no, not last year, twenty nineteen, um, for Cairngorm to Coast that was due to happen in may we had well this you know next weekend mm. coming we had 80 odd people signed up right. um but we lost a lot of people in the in the cancellation and mm. in august at the moment we've got 65 people signed up right so you've still room for more if people want to get involved oh, yeah, yeah there's, there's still there's still room for more mm. yeah and how many years has the event been going i think was it 2015 you said that it started 2015 was the first year yes oh. 
it was the it was yeah that was the that was the first year. I think you told me that you you were involved in getting it started. So can you tell us kind of how it yeah. got off the ground? So I was leading a fundraising team for um, a military charity, mm-hmm. and um, somebody and I wanted to to create a fundraiser, and sort of like said, did anybody have any ideas? And somebody came to me and sort of like said, I've always wanted to organise this um, event. You know, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do like, and he had it just as a hike from Cairngorm to um, to um, Lost in right. And um, I was like, well, you know, that would take too long, really, mm-hmm. in, a, in a day. That would, that would be too, um, too, take too long. So um, we messed with it, spoke to Outfit Murray. Outfit Murray have always supported the event. They'd always been involved. Yeah. So, um, so I spoke to them and just sort of like said, right, what do you think um, w- would be good? And so they suggested the hike and bike um entry sort of thing and and splitting it and everything else like that and and that's what we did so 23rd of may 2015 was the first ever cairngorm to coast and you still you said there's room for more participants who can who can sign up are you still in need of volunteers or any other assistance with the event um yeah i mean we're still i think there's still a few checkpoints we've got marshals that have been um marshalling since 2016 who love the event and come back each year um but unfortunately this year some of our regular marshals are taking part in the loch ness beast which is happening on the same day so we've lost it we've lost a couple of marshals for this year so um so yeah if anybody wants to you know, marshal a checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we are, but that would be great. Mm-hmm. And Alfred Murray's always looking for volunteers as well. Yeah. So, and I think you can find all that information on the website, can't you? Outfitmurray.com forward slash C to C C two C for Cairngorm to Coast. Yeah, great, and that's got information for if you want to volunteer or participate or every, everything yeah. you need to know. <laughs> Everything you need to know, yeah. Great. Now, I know you've said to me that you, you've never taken part in the event because you've got a disability, I believe, and you've set yourself a, a challenge of your own coming up. So can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, and I've always sort of like wanted to, to take part in Cairngorm to Coast to experience it. But um, unfortunately, yeah, I've got a condition called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome as well as fibromyalgia and arthritis, which means I've got a lot of chronic pain, chronic fatigue mm-hmm. and, um, you know, my joints aren't very stable. Yeah. So um, it's impossible for me. Um, but last March, my Outfit Murray colleagues got me to try biking mm-hmm. Um, I've always cycling is obviously really good low impact sport, yeah. but um, I don't have the strength in my legs to pedal. Right. Uh, but they were like, try an e-bike. So I tried an e-bike and it absolutely turned my life around. So during lockdown, I purchased my own electric bike mm. and, and loved it. And I've always wanted living in Lossy. I'm always looking at Ben Rennes and I've always wanted to see the view from the top of Ben Rennes. And so this summer, with the support of some of my Outfit Murray colleagues, I'm taking an electric mountain bike up Ben Nevis. Up Ben Nevis. Ben, ben Rennes. <laughs> that, ben Rennes. Do, do Ben Rennes first and then Ben Nevis, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Just start small. It, you know, yeah. it's only 841 yeah. meters. Start small. Excellent. Excellent. So I think you're you're kind of nickname or your name that you use online certainly is the wobbly cyclist is is it is that a kind of description of how it is is it a real challenge for you to be <laughs> to be balanced or yeah wobbly wobbly is definitely how i describe myself um you know because of my core stability 
Um, I don't, you know, I, yeah, if I like look over my shoulders, mm. I, I wobble. And so, so yeah, I describe myself as the wobbly cyclist. Yeah. Um, I've had a, a couple of tumbles, some, some near misses and that, and it's uh-huh. just, yeah, it's wobbly is definitely, <laughs> definitely it goes. But I, you must still have a bit of confidence then if you can kind of have a few bumps and still get back on. Cause that's often the hardest bit for, for anybody on a bike, isn't it? So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, falling off has always been my biggest fear mm. because, you know, when you live with sort of like chronic conditions and you're in pain anyway, yeah. the last thing you want to do is make everything worse. Mm. Um, so I had um, I had a, a quite a sort of like quite a spill at Huntley one day, but, you know, realized it didn't kill me. Mm. Um, and then um, when I was practicing my mountain biking in the woods with my colleagues the other day, um, I can't work out yet how to use my gears properly. Right. So I, I hit a hill get halfway up and it's i run out of oh. even with the electric bike yeah. i run out with the ability to push the bike forward oh. so come to a grinding halt and then normally my bike just starts rolling backwards oh um <laughs> so yeah so i had a, a spill in the woods but it was a nice comfy landing on some mossy ferns oh. and everything else like that so it wasn't too yeah. bad but um i mean one of the things that i learned though you know my mantra really is if i can fly a plane i can do anything and that's you know that's from the other charity that mm-hmm. i'm raising funds for which is flying scholarship for disabled people uh-huh. um it's just giving you the confidence to challenge yourself and just to keep going and you know yeah, and keep going forward I, no, I notice you're no stranger to kind of challenging yourself in that way so you've you've learned no you've learned to fly have you what was yeah. the other one abseiling off the fourth was it the rail bridge or uh, the yeah. road bridge I have got an absolute fear of heights. Mm-hmm. I won't stand on a chair to change a light bulb. Um, I double I double check myself if I have to step off the, off the curb sort of thing. So total, and you know, it's proper agoraphobia yeah. sort of thing, you know, the fear of heights. And so, yeah, I abseiled off the fourth rail bridge in 2017, um, which was horrendous, horrendous. <laughs> the poor guy had to peel my fingers off with me sobbing oh, at the top. <laughs> to get me off but um but i did it i did it so you know yeah so i mean yeah i I like to challenge myself it's like i think you need to you need to have something to give Mm. yourself just to keep those brain cells going and just to keep the adrenaline going a little bit and what what do you think it is about cycling that kind of getting on the e-bike and finding that you could you could do it how how was that it's i mean yesterday um you know i mean it's the simple things that i'm challenging myself with and yesterday i cycled along lossy west beach for the first time on my own mm. on my on my mountain bike you couldn't wipe the grin off my <laughs> face um it was just i can't you know, if i'm going around the shops or if i'm going for walks in inverted commas anywhere i'm on a mobility scooter mm. which has a well, doesn't go very fast yeah. um and so whizzing around on my e-bike at sort of like 14 15 miles an hour although i'm still limited on the number of miles i can mm. do i can still get a lot further than i could um on my mobility scooter and you know and it just when i'm on my mobility scooter mm-hmm. I'm disabled. People see me, I'm ah. disabled. Um, when I'm on my bike, I'm a cyclist. Yeah. And it just gives me that sense of just a little bit more freedom and normality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm a cyclist at that yeah. point sort of thing. You know, I can forget about everything oh, else. Great. Yeah. And you're raising money with this challenge. You hope, you're hoping to do it by the end of the summer, I think. That's right, isn't it? 
Yes, um, hopefully by the end of well, Karen Gone to Coast happens on the 28th of August. Mm -hmm. So we've got to tie it in around that. So um, and one of my colleagues is hoping to go up Everest. Um, so it'll hopefully sometime, but definitely by the end of August, I think. I'm not setting an actual date until nearer the time because if it's pouring with rain, I'm not doing it that day because I have to see the view from the top. Yeah. I'm only going to get up there once, mm -hmm. so I need to see the view. That's grand. Well, I wish you all the best with your own challenge and with the um, to Coast event when it, when it comes around in August. Yes, well, hopefully, yes, uh, hopefully August this year and then next year it'll go back to its usual time, which is the, the last bank holiday at the end of May. Yeah. You can follow Karen's progress as she's in training for the challenge on her Facebook page at facebook.com stroke the wobbly cyclist and she's got some great posts up there about all the different training she's been doing so definitely worth taking a look at and there's links to her blog on there as well and if you want to donate to her the address is uk.virginmoneygiving.com forward slash the wobbly cyclist uk.virginmoneygiving.com forward slash the wobbly cyclist and she's raising money there for Outfit Murray and for flying scholarships for the disabled. So thanks again to Karen for joining us. Now we're going to go back to the Monolia Trail on the mountain bike and a fun little descent. Just round the corner to a fabulous view here. Um, I think we're finally going to start the descent now. At last, I'm tough on the legs but it's a long way down now. Some steep bits. A chill in the air, there's a little bit of hailstone back there. Just light, but definitely wintry showers. Patches of snow still about. Oh, this is a fabulous view. Need to concentrate on the track though, it's a bit loose in parts. Big bends. It's just phenomenal though. This is great. There's a bit of a breeze, I hope you can hear me through that. Well, the hills in the distance are amazing. A little bit of snow on the tops. There's locks and hills and crags and just stunning as we descend into Glendore. A big, big hairpin here. Loose one. A lock just below there. Just take it easy on the big rocks. Another hairpin at the bottom. Oh yes. <laughs> Oh, this is epic. This is what makes all that hard work, granny gear stuff worth it. Another cross train, just have to slow down from here. Jump that one. There's a little lamb at the side of the track here. I call it a track. Described more like a motorway, really, but. <laughs> just heard me running off. Oh yes, <laughs> this is amazing, look at that. Well we've made it down, that was an exhilarating descent down there. Um, so we just come out and just short of the road, met the South Loch Ness Trail which just cuts off right just after Cattle Grid. So I'm going to head down that way and then it's going to climb, climb, climb again up to Loch Tarf and over the Suey. So. But it's a lovely route, I know where I'm going now done all this bit before actually running rather than on the bike but 
This is a lovely new stretch of trail built with the wind farm money, I think. So it's all a nice trail, if a little steep in places. Just going through a gate there. It's very calm down here now. After the wind up there, I guess that's why they put a wind farm up there. Um, it feels really still down here in the Glen. It's beautiful after being up there, really beautiful. So I'll go and make my way back up the hill and turn to Whitebridge and I'll sign off. So thanks again for listening. Tune in to the next podcast. Keep an eye on Activate Doors, hnmedia.co.uk forward slash Activate Doors. And of course you can read the features in the papers every week. See you next time.